The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. And there are some days that you come in to do a radio show and you are like an artist that's trying to paint a canvas and you have no paint. And then there are other days that you come in to, to paint and you have too much paint and you, you the canvas is not big enough. And this would be more like that. This would be one of those nights... This is like ridiculous uh, is is what it is. Uh, it, it figured to be, I think we'd agree on this, it figured to be an uphill battle for the San Antonio Spurs. Now, as you know, if you listened yesterday, uh, I'm going to pat myself on the back, humble brag. I did say to take the Spurs plus the points. I said that would be the, the side there, even if Kawhi Leonard didn't play, and he wasn't in the lineup. But this turned out to be not a professional basketball game. This was more like a scrimmage of grown-ups against junior high school kids. And I don't even know if that's fair because I think that when you're in junior high school, you have more competitive juices flowing than they had in Houston. This this was like a, a scrimmage if you were playing a D-League team and the D-League team had to catch a flight and was going to leave about 10 minutes before the game started. 
San Antonio, to say it was a boat race does not do justice to the term boat race. What happened here? Uh, it, it is just outrageously stunning that uh, what happened here. The, the San Antonio Spurs, we know they're getting ready now to play Golden State in the Western Finals, a 39-point win. And so the Spurs have punched their ticket to the NBA's version of the Final Four. And as always happens, the better story yet again is in the losing locker room. And so rather than sit here, and I know a lot of people love to, to do the other side of it and just smush all over and lick up and slobber over the San Antonio Spurs. That is missing the story. The story is with the Rockets, and James Harden pulled off a Houdini-level vanishing act for the ages. Uh, and I wanted to talk about that part of it. Now, now my vote for the MVP is not changing. because you know, I have a radio vote, sports radio vote for the MVP, which is very important, uh, the voice of the public. And my vote continues to be for James Harden because it's a regular season award. James Harden was better than Russell Westbrook during the regular season. I know some nitwits can't seem to figure this out, and there's a lot of dopes out there that don't seem to understand this, that they think all of that goes away. It's not a postseason award, and Harden couldn't win the postseason MVP. LeBron James has already wrapped that up. LeBron could go out and vomit all over the court in the Eastern Finals and would still be if there was – the overall MVP of the postseason would be LeBron James. So so it doesn't change the fact that Harden's the regular season MVP, but he set the tone for a, a humiliation situation for the Houston Rockets. It was horrifically bad. And we often ask the question around these parts, if you were to rank things on a scale of 1 to 10, I have the patented Maller panic meter, uh, and, and this is a little different here, but on a scale of 1 to 10, how embarrassing was this loss. This loss was a 12 uh, on a scale of 1 to 10. Uh, And the reasons are so obvious, but I'll explain them to you in case maybe you're a little slow on the uptake here. Number one, James Harden, he's got to own this. He's got to own this. Harden fouled out with three minutes to go in the game, and he took 11 total shots, and that's part of the story in itself. It was 2 of 11. He had 10 points, 7 assists, and 6 turnovers. And Houston played both frightened and defeated from the the very beginning of the game, from the jump ball start of the game. In fact, I'm convinced that they were wetting their pants when they were doing layup drills before the game. That's the way they performed in this one. And the fact that Harden did not take a field goal attempt, his first field goal attempt was not until midway through the second quarter, slightly troubling, I would say slightly troubling for the Rockets, and it just snowballed from there. And uh, here's James Harden, the beard, the regular season MVP, who at age 27 just didn't show up to a playoff game. Uh, certainly compensated enough. He's making $26 million a year, but I guess that's not enough to perform in the postseason in every game. Uh, but here's Harden pointing out the obvious. They just dominated. Uh, they played well, uh, moved the ball. Uh, extremely well made shots. Uh, we never really had had a rhythm uh, throughout the entire game. You know, the Marcus Aldridge really played you know, well. Uh, he was aggressive from the beginning of the game, and then uh, yeah, we just never really got into some rhythm offensively. Kind of true. It's not wrong what he said. A little the calm demeanor of James Harden. I, I need a little more 
I'm angry. I'm not. I'm not going to take this anymore. I'd like to hear that. That would be more fun. Now, I mentioned Harden didn't take his first field goal attempt until midway through the second quarter, and you might have heard about that. He had two shots in I think the first 15 minutes uh, of the game. So all of this backlash, Harden deserves it. Right? And it, yeah, the Rockets as a team, they shot 28. percent So they're horrible. A bunch of players sucked. The hustle stats were embarrassing. But it was an overall spiritless effort that started with James Harden. And Harden, you got to own it, right? What it is. Uh, everything falls on my shoulder. I take responsibility for it. For both ends of the floor, and, you know, it's tough, uh, especially the way we lost at home uh, for game six. But it happened, uh, and now we move forward. Yeah, James, I need more anger. I need more rage. You seem too calm. I need more passion. You're not passionate enough for me. That was the kind of performance. You got to head, come out there. Heads are going to roll. I sucked. He sucked. That guy over there, I don't even know his name. He sucked. The whole team's garbage. That's your Houston Rockets? That's the Rockets? That's not the Rockets. That's like when NASA sends up a, 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 a test missile and it ends up hitting the Atlantic Ocean. That was the Houston Rockets. Ridiculous. I need a pound of flesh. You don't seem angry enough. And I'm not even a Rockets fan. I'm not not a Rockets fan. But when you see a performance like that, it's like, like I said, you got to own it. I've had bad shows. I, You know what I do? I get rid of the pen. We had a terrible week of shows. We had bad call after bad call. So bad. I'm not even giving out the number on the show today. I've decided not to give out the number as punishment. But I got rid of the pen. <laughs> I've got a new pen. I don't know where this one's from, but I got a new pen it's a blue pen. I'm going with the blue pen. Hopefully that will change the cosmic forces of horrifically bad sports radio callers. I'm hoping that's the case. But James Harden's like, yeah, yeah, that's how he reacted. They lost by almost 40 points when the other team didn't have supposedly Mr. MVP. More on that later. You know, you got to take it for what it is. No, you don't. No, you don't. See, I I can't control it. I'm, not, again, not a Rockets fan, but it, we're on the radio in Houston right now, and there are people that care about this a lot more than I do, and I would think the position should be, hey, James, you know, the guy sitting in the upper deck or the guy sitting at the sports bar or sitting on his couch cannot control the outcome. You have a role in this, and you peed your pants is what you did. You pooped your pants, you peed them, you vomited. Every uh, area of the human human body, your anatomy, reversal of fortune from the very start. Ridiculous. The effort, I mean, it's not, listen, we all have bad days at work. But you put the effort in there. You you slept walk. And and Harden, (laughs) just the calm demeanor. He said the right things. This is the thing that's annoying. When you read those comments, like on a blog somewhere, on the on the social media network, whatever your favorite one is, those are going to read pretty good. Like Those are going to read nice. Like the, He said what you're supposed to say, but the tone matters. I didn't like the tone, and I needed a stronger reaction. When you have a gutless performance like this, and that was the definition of a gutless performance— you got to come out strong. Now, is that going to change anything? No, it's not going to change anything, but it'll make some people feel better, right? Absolutely. No matter how much 
the media was hoping to be the case. They, they, were, they were trying to spread the narrative that Harden was hurt. I saw that as the game headed to extreme garbage time. And, and Harden did not say that he was hurt. In, in fact, he said he was fine. He said he was, he was all right. Uh, here's more from Harden. And uh, the uh, question you will hear about what happens now, is there going to be a hangover? Is this going to follow Harden around? Uh, you'll hear the question and the answer. Clearly, you want to put this one behind you. How do you do that? How do you move on to the next step? <laughs> well, we got a whole summer for, the, for me to put it behind, uh, for us to put it behind us, get better all around as a unit, and uh, come back even better for next year. Yeah. I've heard that before from players I follow. I don't like it. I need more. I've heard that one too many times. And, again, I'm not Team Harden or Team Rockets or anything like that. The second thing, and I would like to address this because I had a, a friend of mine reach out to me. The game was so lopsided early in the third quarter. It was such a rat kill that a buddy of mine texted me and said two words, mob game. Those were the two words. That it was such a lopsided game that, that this, the, the Rockets were in on the take, that they laid down – for the gamblers. Now, I don't believe that. Uh, and the reason I don't believe that, I, I, I told my friend this, and I'll tell you this. If you're going to shave points, or you're going to lose a game with the point spread as a factor, you, you keep it close. You do show some effort. You don't completely roll over like a dead dog. Okay? So, it, the fact, I don't buy that it was choreographed. I know that's also a default answer for a lot of people that despise professional basketball and think that it's all written and that everything's on the take, everyone's on the take and all that. But it seems like the Rockets came out. They didn't have a lot of energy. The snowball started picking up some some speed there, and then it was quit time. It was gonzo. See you later. And that's uh, that's what happened. Uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox, but no competitiveness. A laissez-faire approach, which is just uh, which is insane. And, and the bottom line here is that this kind of stank follows you around a little bit. This kind of stank follows you around a little bit. If you're James Harden and Dan Tony, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to own this. Harden did a little bit, although I didn't like the monotone delivery of the comments. They needed more out of that. But for all intents and purposes, the Rockets lost two games to the Spurs who didn't have Kawhi Leonard and Tony Parker. And I've been told by my friends in the mainstream media that Kawhi Leonard is a god of basketball. So if he's a god of basketball, shouldn't you hurt when your god of basketball is not there? There might be some overselling, shall we say, of Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Boston Dave says, uh, Ben, you need more rage. That's true. I do, Boston. I need more rage from my athletes. I do. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. He's got the, the horn all night. Uh, every night. No, that's just for special occasions. It's the new horn. It's the new soundbite. So, you know, I didn't watch the game. 
Because, I, no, why would you do that? Because, it's not your job to watch well, sporting I mean, events and talk about them here. These not games are horrible. Only a sucker would watch I, these games. I, you have to watch the whole game. You could probably watch a half. So of the game I go and, on to obviously you know get the information for my update, watch yeah, the highlights. So you saw kind of none thing. of the game. Not not but a second. You're, you're on a show where you knew we would be talking about the game. Yeah, it's real easy to talk about this game. Uh, the Rockets suck, and James Harden sucks. Uh, but I go that's, on. That's really good analysis. It's accurate. That's analysis. why Fox Sports Radio and the, is and the NBA one. playoffs suck too. But that's why people anyway, tune into Sports Talk Radio. So I, I look on the score and I, I'm like, well, that that can't be right. That's clearly somebody made a mistake. I'll have to go to another website and yeah. check out what the real score is. I went to another website and it was the same score. Yeah. Did you go to a third website for more verification? No, I figured two of them are probably going to be right. Although I thought about it because yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. No Kawhi Leonard. Clearly, the Rockets wouldn't lose by that much at home. Well, everyone says Kawhi Leonard's great. This does, and I'll I'll rant more about this later. But this does a lot of damage to Kawhi Leonard. I would say this does more damage to Kawhi Leonard than it does James Harden. The the no chance. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent on that. I'll explain. You you don't it's really, just it's just you don't know it's, basketball. It's you don't watch game. these games. It's one game. Oh, the guys this. had a the guys had an amazing season. Listen. You're going to tell you're gonna say Kawhi he's Leonard overrated or? because he's because he has one bad game. Talk about Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard is absolutely play? overvalued. This backs oh, up. This is vindication for me and a rant. And I'll explain more later. But it's a, it's a vindication situation because it pretty much proves the point about Kawhi Leonard that if no, you, you no, that's you, an overreaction to, to no, it's one not game. an overreaction. It's an accurate. It's not one game. He's I know you don't watch basketball. He just missed one game. Is, no, he, he didn't miss the series. Right. See, again, this is where you sound really stupid because you don't watch these games. Okay, I'll let you sound smart by saying Kawhi Leonard's not very good. Go uh, ahead. Go Ka- ahead. Kawhi Leonard, I didn't say he wasn't very good. I say he's overrated. There's a difference. Okay. Kawhi Leonard, see, you don't watch these games. He missed the most of the fourth quarter and all of the overtime the other night. So that's two games. And the Rockets had the lead in that game when Kawhi Leonard was out and, came, and the Spurs came back without Kawhi Leonard to win two games against the Houston Rockets. Two games. Without Mr. MVP candidate Kawhi Leonard out there. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Back to the phones. We're not giving out the number, but people are calling anyway. Mac in the Bay is on Fox Sports Radio. Ben and the gang, how y'all doing, man? Welcome in, Mac. It's good to... Have you? If I was any better, I'd be a Harden, but not a James Harden because he didn't show up. <laughs> I should have seen that coming. You know what, man? Um, outside of being a, a field supervisor for the security company, I'm actually a, a private eye. And so um, I noticed that uh, I saw some aliens in a trench coat behind James Harden on the bench. So, you know, maybe some Space Jam stuff happened before the game. Yeah, I, I think this involves, and I want to quote our friend that does Coast to Coast uh, over there, Mr. Norrie. I think that chemtrails might be involved in this. That somehow there's a connection with chemtrails and the grays. And I don't even know what that means, but I think they're all tied together. Oh, well, I'm also working with Bruce Wayne. We're all trying to get to the bottom of this because he was a no-show. And I'm kind of rolling with you with the Kawhi thing. Like, the Spurs system is kind of what makes their players, you know? Um, I think, actually, I think throughout the playoffs, Russell Westbrook, you know, proved his case on why he should be the MVP. No! No, that's that's wrong! No, stop! Stop! That's you've said an incorrect statement on the radio. I can't allow that. I gotta I gotta stop you. 
You can't say that kind of Jimmy. Did you watch the Thunder games? Did you see him vanish at the end? He vanished more than in the playoffs in that short series with the, the Rockets when, when Westbrook was out there than Harden did. Harden didn't show up to one game. Westbrook didn't show up in the fourth quarter of like five games. Because he's gas, man. The playoffs oh, stop. is that much more pressure. He's gas, stop. man. It, the Thunder had no gas, please. No business well, being there. Maybe man. if he passed the ball, he wouldn't be as gassed in the fourth quarter. How about that? He could have, you know, Ben. You could have made that team this no, year. No, stop, right? stop. That's not true. The, all of those <laughs> players were blue chip high school players and college players. Many of them, uh, some European players. But uh, stop with that, please. How dare you? And well, all I know is you guys are the real MVP. Y'all keep us up, man. The Bay Area loves y'all. Uh, we love you, Mac. Thanks, buddy. Uh, there's uh, the Mac. Hell yeah, the Mac man. P. Dizzle is somewhere in the greater Los Angeles area. And, again, he knows the number. I didn't give out the number. But P. Dizzle is on the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Hello, P. Dizzle. How you doing, Big Ben? P. Dizzle, if I was any better, I would be an oiler, but not an Edmonton oiler because they lost the other night. Yeah, man, I'm a fan of yours. I've been listening to you for a few years now, and I know you can be cynical. I just check you out when you used to be cynical about Peyton Manning and all the other stuff, man. But this thing on Kawhi Leonard, it, 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 it overrated. You tripping, man. You smoking on what, on what Summer Cooper got, bro. I don't know what's wrong with you, Big Ben, tonight, man. You know what I mean? And I agree with you on a lot. I agree with yeah. you on Westbrook and the stats and platinum stats, how you right. broke it down one night. Well, thank you. Right. You broke it down, and yeah. you were correct about that, That's man. That's right. That's right. And I agree with you with a lot of stuff. Uh-uh. But tonight, Big Ben, you tripping, man. No, 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 P. I have a sleep number bet, as you know, and the sleep number bet adjusts. It adjusts to each side. No, no, I said it. I said it all right. Well, well, let me explain. Okay, let me explain here. Now, before you condemn me, I will have a full Maller monologue in like less than 20 minutes, and I will go point by point, Zabruder film style. I will pull out the Telestrator. I will underline. I will highlight my position. Yay. So I gave a vague reference, if you're just – turning on the show to the fact that I feel vindicated about an earlier Maurer monologue about Kawhi Leonard, the fact that the Spurs won a playoff game on the road by 39 points. I feel like that is a vindication. I'll, but, again, Pete is uh, – we're tight. Me and you, we're friends, all right? We're radio friends. You're my and, homie, man. That's right. This is my homie. Listen to me, all right? As a homie, I will, I will explain to you, P. Dizzle, in about 20 minutes, Okay. I will explain, and I will talk to you. I'm not going to talk to these other idiots. I'm going to talk to you, okay? Listen to me, though, man. Kawhi Leonard, and remember this. What is your monologue? Kawhi Leonard is one of the few dudes that LeBron James don't want to see. LeBron James don't want to see him, man. Eh, I don't know. What you're talking about, they saw each other in 2014. Eh. You put the formula on how to play LeBron James. All right. You put Warmer down. He was the MVP of series, Big Ben. Uh, I, listen, that's great. He, he's not the MVP of this series against the Rockets. I know that. Oh, Drizzle. All right. uh, thank you, Pete. My homie, Pete is. My guy. Oh, please stop saying that. That's nah, my guy right there. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Life as a spectator what Kawhi Leonard was doing. He lied to you. He said he was going to play, 
And when a man tells me he's going to do something, I expect him to do it. Kawhi Leonard did not play, was not out there. And the San Antonio Spurs still won by 8,000 points. They won by 8,000 points. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show for this hour. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com. Get a free rate quote. All right, so let's get into it. I'm going to dedicate this to my homie, P. Dizzle. So this is for you, P. Dizzle, and this is not for anyone else. I'm not, uh, not talking to you. I'm talking to my guy, P. Dizzle. Now, we know facts, and the facts are that the series is over between the Spurs and Rockets, right? The San Antonio Spurs get the best of seven Western Conference semifinals. They win it in six games, and they do it without Tony Parker and without Kawhi Leonard at the end. And they also do it thanks to Marcus Aldridge stepping his game up and a, a dominant performance on uh, in several uh, statistical categories for the San Antonio Spurs. So, yeah, congratulations. The Spurs are going to the Western Conference Finals. Did Houston compete? Absolutely not. The Spurs dominated. It's like they had drugged the Rockets. Uh, it's like they'd slipped something into their drink before the game. and but, but that only tells part of the story. The fact that the Spurs not only survived but thrived without Kawhi Leonard is the subplot that I need to address. And I wanted to talk to you about this. Now, San Antonio won the game by essentially 40 points. We'll, we'll ratchet up the 39 to 40 uh, against the Rocket team, as we said, that quit. The question, and I think it's a fair question, is how much damage – does that win, win, due to the legend of Kawhi Leonard? So let's address this. And while many are going to downplay this and go with the spin that this is nothing, I disagree. My position on this, it is a substantial blow to the mythology of Kawhi Leonard. And I'll tell you why. A... Kawhi Leonard's absence should have made a difference. It didn't. And that matters. And it, it turned out that it was a net positive for the Spurs. San Antonio played better without Kawhi Leonard than they did in any game Kawhi Leonard played in in this particular series. And I'm not going to sit here and, and, and change the story. I, I said the other day, I said that, that he should have played, that Leonard should have played, uh, that he should have been out there, even if he was at 50%. Clearly, Greg Popovich knew that San Antonio didn't really need Kawhi Leonard to win this matchup. It was unnecessary. Uh, and here's actually Greg Popovich in his own, in his own words uh, pointing out, rather than talking about Kawhi Leonard, he talked about the fact that the uh, Rockets, it's like they had uh, some kind of stomach illness or something. Tonight was one of those nights where we're not as good as we looked, and they're not the team that people are used to seeing here in Houston tonight. It happens now and then. Uh, it's a hell of a team. I feel very fortunate we were able to get it done. They're not just dangerous. They're good. Mike does a great job with them. Just thrilled that we were able to do it. 
give him some pushback on that. How often in NBA history has that happened? In a playoff game, in a, an elimination game, that performance. That's not, you know, in a regular season, we all know this and the whole, you have bad nights, I get it. You have a bad day at work, I have a bad day at work. We all have that happen. But the focus, where what? There's none of it. Uh, here's more from Greg Popovich pointing out that a couple other players on the Spurs, uh, led by LaMarcus Aldridge, who did uh, rise up. He's been like that through these first two rounds. He's, you know, really turned it on and been demanded the ball, got in good position, using his body, uh, not always settling for a jumper, getting to the rim. Uh, he did a really good job. Powell's length was great tonight. You know, he was wonderful on the board, and, of course, he passes it really, really well and, and gets the ball moving for us. I've actually had that compliment given my way as well. I've had really good length uh, on the show. No, no, on the show, my length has been very good. I've stayed strong. Good length. Very important. The show's, the length is four hours, so that's how long the show is. It's, uh, it's my length. Not, not five hours. Every once in a while, I'll do a fifth hour. That's just hockey talk in hour number five. Well, what, what, what? Exactly. So, you heard Greg Popovich there, but I want to get back to Kawhi Leonard. When you are building up a legend, a myth, a fairy tale about an NBA player, they generally involve teams crumbling without that player. Many people in Cleveland, for example, have highlighted the fact that the Cavaliers, when LeBron James does not play, that team just vanishes. They love to point this out. And that's a big talking point in defense of LeBron. The San Antonio Spurs, you would think if they were going to show any area where they missed Kawhi Leonard, it would be on defense, right? You would agree with me on that. Kawhi Leonard, uh, Mr. Defensive Player of the Year, Emeritus, uh, just regularly the guy that everyone points to and says that's the greatest defensive player in the NBA. Kawhi Leonard was not on the court, did not play a minute, and the San Antonio Spurs held the Houston Rockets to 75 points and 28% shooting. Explain that. Explain that. You can't. You can't explain it. And B, the, the NBA inner circle, I've already seen it. They're, they're going to get the wagons and, and circle around those wagons to downplay any kind of chatter that is against the, the narrative the NBA wants spread about Kawhi Leonard. That is expected. Are the Spurs better off long-term without Kawhi Leonard? I'll say no. I'm not going to say yes to that. I'll say no. However, and this is an important however, does this game do harm to the myth-making around Kawhi Leonard? The answer is a very loud yes. And again, I'm talking to you, P. Dizzle. That's a very loud yes. And for me, I use the word. I'll use it again. I think it applies. Vindication. A couple weeks ago, I had an award-winning Mallard monologue. I'm sure I will win the Marconi Award for broadcasting excellence for that Mallard monologue. If they find out we even have a radio show. Once they do, I'll win a bunch of awards. But uh, we, we yapped about how Kawhi Leonard is a product of the environment in San Antonio. And, the, and the, one of the trimmings of winning and success is that things get hyped up and pumped up, often to excess, when you succeed, when it, when a team is winning and having uh, good times. 
And I, I feel like Kawhi Leonard is a, a perfect example of that. Now, it, it means, and as I said before, if you dropped Kawhi Leonard on the Sacramento Kings or the Philadelphia 76ers or the Orlando Magic, he wouldn't get much attention at all. If he had started his career in another town, somewhere outside of a, a winning environment, not that, San Antonio is obviously not a media mecca. It's not. We know that. They get a lot of attention basketball-wise because they win a lot. And if the Spurs stop winning, people will completely forget about them. That's that's how that works. Uh, but the amount of attention that Kawhi Leonard has got, if he's the same player, the same skill set, and he does that on a team where they don't win because there's bad players around him, then he doesn't get much of anything. And I, I received a lot of blowback from the fanboys and the cheerleaders with the pom-poms in the media and some that obviously weren't in the media that just listened to the show. The parting shot on this, the performance by the Spurs without Kawhi Leonard, it confirms, it's confirmation that Leonard is in a category, and there's a lot of players in this category, overrated. You tripping, man. You smoking on what, on what Summer Cooper got, bro. No, no, Pete Dizzle, Coop doesn't share. And I, I made a deal with Coop. When the Los Angeles Clippers win the championship, it's going to happen. Me and Coop are going to go to Colorado, and we are going to spend a weekend. It's like Cheech and Chong uh, when we go to Colorado. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. What's wrong with your Clippers? Right after Coop gets on the cover of High Times Magazine. That's right after that. And, and so Kawhi Leonard is overrated. And it does, again, just if you're new to the show, we have to remind people there's a disclaimer that overrated does not mean terrible, does not mean bad. It simply implies, the word overrated, that you are not as good as most people say you are. The mainstream sports blabbermouse oversell players of value on good teams. That happens more times than not, and that would be the case here. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Alongside, they have set the point spread for the San Antonio Golden State Game 1 Sunday Western Finals, Mother's Day. Will it be the Mother's Day Massacre where the Spurs walk into a buzzsaw against the Golden State Warriors? Have you seen the point spread, Eddie? I have not. All right. Uh, Danny, have you seen the point spread? I have not. All right. Coop, have you seen the point spread? No. Okay, good. None of you have. Uh, What do you think the point spread is? The game is in the Bay Area in uh, the beautiful Oakland Alameda County Coliseum, which I don't think they call that anymore. Uh, The Oracle, they call it. Uh, I call it. I'm old school. All right, so what do you think the point spread is? Uh, I will uh, lead off. I'll okay. say Warriors by eight. All right, Warriors by eight. That's a good point spread. Danny G. Six and a half. Six and a half. That's low. Koopa Loop. I was going to say five. So five. Yeah. All right. Uh, you're all wrong. Las Vegas, the opening line at some of the books in Vegas. Golden State, ten and a half point <gasps> favorites over San Antonio. Wow. You take the Warriors minus ten and a half. That's a big number. Or would you take San Antonio? My knee-jerk reaction is to take Golden State. My knee-jerk reaction is that line's that big. Well, you are Captain Knee-Jerk. It's one of my nicknames. I have the most nicknames of anyone in radio. I don't have the most listeners. I don't make the most money. Uh, I'm certainly not the most successful. I've done overnights. Uh, I've reached the, the Peter principles in play. But I have the most 
the most nicknames in radio. Would Jerk you, yourself away. Would you like me to read some of my nicknames? No. Oh, no. I think you kind of want to hear some of my nicknames. I'm known as the Spin I've Master. I've been reading them throughout the show. But you don't have the pizzazz that I have. I know, but if you are going to read them now, then I won't have to read them the rest of the, sh- the, rest of the night. Well, I, I don't think that's a fair trade-off no, I do. On that. I don't I believe do. that's, I think that's an a fair trade-off. I don't like ultimatums, so screw you. I'm the spin right. master oh, of misinformation, the bandering no broadcaster, the Beethoven of BS, curmudgeon of commentary, chasm of sarcasm, czar of zany. I have been called the dark knight of weeknight sports radio, but I've Just never missed a Mets game. Just shut up. Mogul of mischief, Benny the Brazen. Some mm. have called me the king of zing. It's been mentioned that I'm the facetious fox. Oh, the hell, Bill Miller. The Sultan of Insulting. Jumping Jack of Wisecrack. Insight of Overnight. Hot uh, nuts. Nabob of Negativity. You have got to be kidding me. Sage of Outrage. The Pinnacle of Cynical. The Prince of Preposterous. Professor of Propaganda. Hazar of Hyperbole. Homie to P. Dizzle. And the Mad Hatter of Sports Chatter. That's only part of the nicknames. I can give the other part later, and that'll that's something to look forward to. In life, it's very important to get through the monotony of life. It's very important to have things to look forward to. And that's something you can look forward to. So it's pretty cool. So it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Now, if you're new to the show this hour, welcome. And we've had a bad week of calls. And so what I've done now is I'm not against taking calls on the show. I'm just against giving out the number. So if you're that interested in calling the show, then you have to either A, have the number memorized, which I do. Like when I go to sleep, I just start repeating the number. Some people count sheep. I I just start in my head. I, I read off the number, which I'm not going to do now because then I would be giving out the number. So if you, if you know the number, it's like, it's like an invitation. Think of this. You know what it is? And we should make this a thing from now on. This is the speakeasy version of the Ben Mather show. And the password is you have to figure out the uh, the number. See, I, I think hosts give out the number too much. And I do it all the time. I give out the number way too much. It's just a crutch that I picked up years ago when I first started in the business. And I keep yeah, doing it. Thanks to you, I have it memorized. 877-996-6369. Jackass. Nobody heard that. It's your fault. It's not my fault. It's not at all. I hear that Pete Dizzle gave my monologue five stars. That's what I hear. Five stars from P. Dizzle. My, my, my homie, P. Dizzle. That's right. Wrong. No? So, but- yes, Coop, you have something to add? I was, uh, yes? I'm, so- I'm sorry. Isn't it, just, isn't it just possible that maybe the Rockets just sucked? And it has nothing to do with the fact that Kawhi's overrated? It just, no, this is not just, just They this- were just that bad? No, this was two games in a row, Coop. Two Isn't games that, in a row? It, yeah. It was like a, a little a bit of the fourth. Qu- yeah. The Rockets had the lead. The, Sp- the Spurs came back without Leonard. Without Leonard in San Antonio. Patty Mills and Danny Green. So in order to not be overrated in your eyes, anytime you're out, the rest of the team has to just collapse. Yes. That's correct. Well, that's what happens when Blake Griffin is out. Exactly. Blake Griffin's the real people's MVP. You made my point for me. Absolutely correct oh, yeah. on that. He's an MVP. That's right. right. He's the MVP of the NBA. Most valuable pussy always, willow. You guys always bring up Clippers. 
Oh, I yeah. love that. I yeah, think this was a Clipper-free monologue. Oh, stop. And you that guys was, that always was go back don't, to the don't, Clipper. Don't throw oh, me in this. That was Danny G. Are you kidding? You, it's, you guys it's, always drag me back you know to what? the damn Clippers. It's Friday, and that's the yeah, first Clipper comment I've made the entire yeah, week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Go back and check uh, the podcast. When's your lottery how party? Many times when's your lottery party? How many times did you mention the Lakers, by the way? I'll mention right now. When's your lottery party? When is it? What do I have to wear? Well, we'll be watching on the couch, same as you and I your clips. I can't wait till the Sixers get that lottery pick, and you two dopes are walking around here with your head down all bummed well, out. Ben, as you've proven in your award or non-award winning monologues, having draft picks doesn't really matter. That's so. true, but you guys think it matters, no. and so that'll, you'll be very upset. You'll have heartburn. You'll have anxiety. Nope. The whole thing. No? Keep dreaming. <laughs> Overnights, all I do is dream. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And we bring in the Coop, the Loop, Justin Cooper. Ben. Ty Lue was interviewed earlier this week as they wait for the next opponent. And the, the sock puppet. Yes, he, uh, he disputed the notion that a third straight Cavs-Warriors finals would be bad for the NBA. He even went on to uh, compare it to Celtics-Lakers rivalry of the past. Of course. Now, uh, these playoffs haven't exactly been good, but another Cavs-Warriors finals, is, is that bad? No, the word, I, I'll use the word necessary. It's necessary. Uh, and a couple of reasons. Number one, LeBron James against Steph Curry it's going to work as a life preserver. The NBA playoffs, for the most part, have drowned. Uncompetitive basketball, players going down right and left, all these teams resting their star players, and they are crumbling in the playoffs, even with all this extra rest these star players got during the regular season. What does that say? Uh, There are bad feelings also between Golden State and Cleveland. I, I buy that. I believe there is some truth to that. It feels real. I'll go back to Cupcake Gate with the Cavaliers. I I think there is something to that, and the mutual hostility is generally necessary to have a good playoff series. And and number two, the postseason in general. The the postseason will be saved by a cutthroat finals. you got to remember that uh, we were all kind of wired the same way as human beings. We we have selective memory. And years from now, if we get a great NBA finals – the way the brain works, we're going to remember a couple of things. We're going to remember – it's like your typical sporting event. You watch a game on television, you go to a game, you remember the emotional peak, and you remember the outcome. And so the NBA Finals, in other words, if they're good, we're going to block out all the crap that we had to watch to get through if we get a masterpiece at the end. Next! Now, Kwame Brown appeared on Doug Gottlieb Wednesday – he was full of that's some a hard, hot takes. That's a hard guess to book, book right? Kwame Brown? Well, he, in the up-and-coming uh, Ice Cube Big Three League, he, you know, he's... Yes. How's that going gunning, for him? He's gunning to be the MVP. Good for Kwame. Is, is there a cake-tossing event in that? <laughs> hey, I'm actually excited about that league, Ben. I know you. I'll watch. I'll watch. I won't talk about it, but I'll watch. Anyway, <sighs> Kwame had some hot takes, and among those was the idea that he wouldn't have been considered a huge bust if he had been anything other than the first overall oh, pick. Woe is me. And uh, so closely <laughs> associated with Michael Jordan. Oh, boo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> I can already tell what your answer is going to be, but <laughs> yeah. does he have a point? No, he's incorrect. And 
the reason is pretty obvious here. Anyone's followed the NBA draft, and I've made my feelings very clear. I'm not a, a fan. I feel like it's uh, a lot of uh, scamming going on, deception in the NBA draft. But I'll start with this. For my money, the biggest draft bust in the past 20 years is not Kwame Brown, and it's not even a number one pick. You know who it is? The guy that is, to me, the gold standard for being a complete bust in the NBA. It was a number two pick in the 2003 draft, Darko Milicic uh, of the Detroit Pistons. This guy was picked ahead of a, a gaggle of regular All-Stars. Some would say future Hall of Famers. I'm not a big Carmelo Anthony fan, but I can admit he's had a better career than Darko. Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade, bam, 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 were all drafted after Darko. And Joe Dumars arrogantly claimed at the time that Darko was like a backup quarterback that would develop into a star in the NBA. The Pistons had a scout, and I'm not making this up. You can Google this. You'll If you forget, if you forgot about this, I know it's a long time ago, you'll laugh. The scout compared Darko Milicic to Wilt Chamberlain. I'm not making that up. And another scout said he had, uh, another report said he had moves like Akeem Olajuwon. So that's the biggest draft bust. Kwame Brown is also misinformed if he believes he would have gotten a pass anywhere other than number one. It, it, it depends on who is drafted after you and what happens to them. Kwame was shadowed in that draft by Tyson Chandler, Pau Gasol, and Joe Johnson. And those guys, have, some of them have been you know, decent. Uh, Gasol's been a good player. Joe Johnson's had a long run. Tyson Chandler's hung around the NBA. But the Darko draft was worse. But to answer the question again, the obvious answer is no. Kwame Brown's wrong. Next. And the Falcons had the top-scoring offense in the league last year, but their offensive coordinator, Kyle Shanahan, left to coach the 49ers. And the team has brought in alcoholic Steve Sarkeesian. That's a low blow. Sorry. It's a recovering alcoholic. Sorry, recovering alcoholic yeah. Steve Sarkeesian. Until and- the Falcons lose their sixth game. <laughs> when talking to the media about him this week, players seemed really excited about the new wrinkles that Sark has added to the offense. Yeah, I'm sure they were excited about that. Ben, do you think the Falcons' offense won't miss a beat next year? No, it would be ignorant to think that Atlanta is going to be as good as they were last year. And you know, people are going to spin this and say, oh, yeah, they will. I'm not buying it. First of all, it's not about Steve Sarkeesian. I don't believe he's a great offensive mind. This is more about a market correction. The Falcons rewrote their franchise record book for offense in just about every category last year. And as I've often said, when you have a career situation, a career year, very rarely do you follow that up with another record-breaking accomplishment. So the odds are against this happening again. And secondly, expect Matt Ryan and the Falcons. I, 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 my crystal ball says 9-7 and seven status. And they'll be reeling with an open wound after that whole Super Bowl 28-3 nonsense against the New England Patriots. But uh, no, the Falcons will not be missing anything. They'll be worse. All right, they're going to miss a lot is what I'm trying to say. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you pass this edition. That's a winner! On this, the Speakeasy edition. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week who? It's Big Ben's lame joke of the week. 
Jokes, jokes, jokes. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. We do it each and every week at about this time. And these are all listener-submitted jokes. And as we always say, the disclaimer, if you don't like the jokes, it's not our fault. These are jokes sent in by listeners like yourself. If you like the jokes, we'll take credit for it. And we thank you for submitting vast amounts of jokes because without you, we would just do more talk about strip clubs in Vegas. Is what oh, there's doing. no question. But that's the way we do it here every week at this time. And the email address, if you want to send a joke, and you don't have to wait till the, till the end of the week. You can do it during the week as well. It's Show at Gmail. Show at Gmail is the address. You can submit a joke. Just put jokes in the headlines, and we'll compile them, and we'll put them together, and that's how this works. We have our own laugh track here, which is Weed Man Hippie. Uh, hello, Weed Man Hippie. He's ready, he's ready to go. Look at this guy. Uh, da- <laughs> now, all right, stop. Uh, Danny G has his own uh, effects over there. He'll play that if it's funny. If it's not funny, you'll hear this. And if it's on the fence, you'll hear this. You got to do like the smell test, and you got to do like look for a little goo. <laughs> if you get a hot dog from Boston that's been sent in the mail and sat in the mail room for a week. You should, do, you should do that. Yeah, that's not what you were talking about. That is exactly what I was talking about. Uh, Eddie Garcia is the punchline assassin. I will bounce the joke off Eddie, and in theory, he'll bounce the joke back to me, and Coop's got his own offensive jokes, and so everyone knows what they're doing. We all know our roles on this. All right, we don't have our leadoff hitter, so let's go to it right now. Here we go. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Where does Kyrie Irving feel most comfortable shooting the ball from on the court, Eddie. Uh, I don't know. Where does Kyrie Irving feel the most comfortable shooting the ball on the court? The flat spot, of course. Ooh. That's from Josh. I thought I that don't was. Get it. I don't get it. Don't fade him down. I want to hear more of that. Uh, I don't think he knew he was on the air at that first part. Now, what do you get when you cross a baby with a soldier? A baby with a soldier. What do you get, Ben? The infantry. That's from Terry in Portland, who sent that, that one in. Uh, Taco Bell, I've heard it before, but Taco Bell's new side item, a bag of fried chicken made to look like chips with some nacho cheese sauce, Eddie. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, Andy Reid is sued. He said he actually invented this 12 years ago. <laughs> 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 All right, can't uh, read that uh, one on the only air. Only one fake laugh per joke, please. A new study shows that a shot of tequila may help your bones stay strong and healthy. Wow, who knew tequila helped bones? Yeah, the study was commissioned by former AL MVP Josh Hamilton. All right. What's, he, what's he doing? I don't even know what that is. He, uh, he doesn't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Uh, let's see. All right. 8,000 people at prison in Colorado, inmates, have free tablets and can make phone calls and listen to music whenever they want in jail wow. in Colorado. It yeah. sounds like a pretty nice jail. Yeah. In a, in a related note, Weed Man Hippie was spotted heading to the Denver airport. All right, we'll stop. That was from Matt, who sent that in. Did not know, apparently, that Weed Man Hippie would be the laugh shack. Coop, you got any jokes, Coopaloop? 
<laughs> okay. Uh, what do you call a lap dog covered in marinara sauce? I don't know. A pizza shih tzu. <laughs> that was from Joe on Twitter. Can you say that on the air? Uh, you just did, yeah. Uh, what did Koopa Loop say to the police officer that uh, asked him, how high are you? Uh, I don't know. What did Koop say to the police officer about uh, asking him how high he was? He said, no, officer, it's high. How are you? <laughs> terrible face. From one. Jimmy the Geek. In Columbus, Ohio. It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. Why did Adidas choose to drop its golf line? Uh, I don't know, Ben. Why did Adidas choose to drop its golf line? Because they didn't have the balls to compete anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Some Jimmy the Geek, also our friend in Columbus, Ohio. Here's another one. Uh, What's what's Koopa Loop's favorite type of pizza? Koopa Loop's favorite type of pizza. I don't know. What is it? Stone-baked. You got to do like the smell test and you got to do like look for a little goo. That's the Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. I don't know. This is a clipper joke here. I don't need to read that, right? Can I pass oh, that? That, that, sounds, that sounds good. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is from Hoss. A guy named Hoss. Good man's name. Hoss in Denver. Uh, says Chris Paul told a reporter that he's never gotten drunk since he's been in the NBA, Eddie. That sounds hard to believe. He said, uh, Paul said, I might do the first round, but I'll never do the second. <laughs> Wasn't that funny, Weed Man? Stop. Stop laughing. Second round. <laughs> <laughs> you're on a roll, Weed Man. What are, what, are you, well, what are you smoking? I think we know what you're smoking. I think we're aware of that. Diesel. Yeah, he's, exactly. <laughs> Have you heard that scientists testing on lab mice Proved that eating high amounts of cinnamon can prevent heart disease. Ooh, I like cinnamon, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this also explains Andy Reid's daily trips to Cinnabon. He's the marshmallow man. He's the marshmallow man. That's from Adam. All right, relax. Stay. <laughs> hold on a sec. We'll have more of Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Coop, you got any offensive jokes? Coop, really offensive jokes? Uh, I mean... There's yeah. a couple Aaron Hernandez ones, but yeah. they're, they're, they're getting tired. I got a tired. couple, too, that uh, I think everyone's heard them by now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I still laugh at them, but anyway. All right, we'll have the big finish of Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. I just want to listen to Weed Man Hippie laugh. That's, that's good enough. We'll get to it. We'll do it next. And we get back to it. It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. These are listener-generated jokes. Check out our podcast to hear all of the lame jokes. And every Friday on the podcast, Go back and you want to hear some of the old jokes and the archive, all of that on iTunes and iHeart Radio, the whole thing. So the whole iHeart app, the whole deal. All right. Serious Sean normally bats lead off, but Serious Sean is in the cleanup spot. And he's got a not a leadoff joke. I well, I guess we're starting a new inning, so it is leading off this inning. A serious Sean. All right, you ready for this one? Oh, I have been waiting all day for this. <laughs> All right. Um, what did the Buffalo say to his son when he left for college? What did the Buffalo say to its son when it left for college? I don't know. Bye, son. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, <man. laughs> All right. Well, Sean, you've, you've 
made Weed Man Hippie very happy. So. Oh, that isn't funny. All right, there he, uh, there he goes, where he goes. No, and I switched the lines up. All right, it's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. Uh, this year, the Kentucky Derby included horses named Untrapped and Fast and Accurate, Eddie. Is that right? They were named to honor Danny G by former Tinderonis. It's from the Inca Terror. What's harder than trying to figure out Danny G's last name? Uh, I don't know, Ben. What's harder than trying to figure out Danny G's last name? Getting invited to Steve Harvey's dressing room. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even look at him, Ben. Uh, That's from uh, Kurt. I am scared to death. You imagine 20 years at Fox Sports Radio almost. I lose my job for saying hello to Steve Harvey. Can you imagine? Oh, but what a way to go Guys, let's give him a break. He just wants to be able to escape his prison. I'm sure it's all a misunderstanding (laughs) having to deal with people. Poor bastard. All right. Did you hear the crew of the Penn Maller Show are big fans of ghosts? I did not hear that. Yeah, this explains that dead air segment the other day. uh, (laughs) You didn't like that, Weed Man? You didn't? No? They got to stop sleeping. All right, stop, stop, relax. Coop, what do you got for me, Coop? You got any big finish here? What do you got? <laughs> well, oh, fi- oh, boy. Hold on a second. Let me ask Danny G All if right, I can I'll say this I'll do another joke. What do relationships and Bartolo Colon have in common most? Uh, what do they have in common, Eddie? Uh, Bartolo Colon and relationships. Yeah, what do, they have, what do they have in common? I don't know, Ben. Most of the time, they don't work out. <laughs> the guy in Beaver Dam. The guy in Beaver Dam. Coop, no? Yeah. All right, so <clears throat> family walks into a hotel, and the father goes to the front desk and says, well, I hope the porn is disabled. The guy at the desk replies, it's just regular porn, you sick bastard. Did you hear an automaker is using a drag queen to promote its new luxury vehicle? Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. that. The 2017 Flexus. That's from Josh Who sent that one in Uh, Here's one What do Eddie Garcia and a submarine have in common? Uh, I don't know They both know to have their periscope go down (laughs) That's not funny Weed Man liked it He He likes everything Uh, We don't have uh, any more time So there it is That's Big Ben's Lame jokes of the week. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Right now, though, the Coop Scoop on entertainment with Justin Cooper. Hooray for Hollywood. We don't need a big open, right? Coop, what do you got for us? Well, Ben. There it is. There's your music. You need the music. Yes. It's a lot of uh, Netflix this weekend. What? What? Yes, Shocking. yes, believe it or not. It's a first. But you know what? I'm I'm gearing this one towards you, Ben, because there's Thank a lot you. of... Uh, documentaries? Yes, a Good. lot of documentaries right. coming out. So I love documentaries. Uh, first, uh, premiering today, actually, on Netflix, it's a documentary. It's called Get Me Roger Stone. And now, I know this is right up your alley, Ben. Yeah. I'm going to read the little synopsis for you. It says, the whole world was shocked by the rise of Donald Trump, but there was one man who had been plotting it for years, Roger Stone. Really? Diving deep into the mind of the master manipulator. Get Me Roger Stone provides a raw perspective on the transformation of American politics. Oh, I like that. I love mind manipulation. Yes, I figured that was right up your alley. So I will check that out. That premieres uh, today on Netflix. Also premiering tonight on Netflix. Now, this is very uh, highly received by the critics. 
I haven't given it a shot, so I'll, I'll admit that much. Uh, Master of None, the premiere of the second season. It's a comedy series uh, starring Aziz Ansari. Now, the reason I've never given it a shot is because I have watched... Uh, do, do you know Aziz Ansari? Yeah, he's pretty, pretty funny, right? Okay, I've see, I've, I've watched his... You his, don't like his show? I've watched his stand-up. But he was in that uh, White Castle weed movie. Wasn't he in that? No, that's not him. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Oh, that was the other guy. Who was it? Dan Play the draw. Yeah. (laughs) Already had my finger on the trigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, I've seen his stand-up, and I wasn't that much of a fan, so I never gave his his show a a shot, but uh, everybody seems to like it a lot, so uh, I might might check that out. He actually has a good book out right now, Ben, about online dating. What is that? Online dating, huh? Book? Book. No, um, uh, also uh, premiering uh, this Sunday on uh, Adult Swim, actually, is the third season of Mike Tyson Mysteries. That's the... Uh, wow, that's still going on, Yes, huh? believe it or not, that cartoon starring Mike Tyson is still happening. And he does actually voice his own character. Yep. Yep, that is... they sold that like Mike Tyson meets Scooby Doo or something like that, isn't that? They sold <laughs> yes. it, right? Yeah. yeah, that's basically what it is. Yeah, um, and then uh, also premiering later this week, uh, another documentary, which I don't know how much interest you'll have in this, Ben, but it uh, premieres on Wednesday on Spike TV at yeah. 10 p.m. It's I Am Heath Ledger. This has been getting some buzz uh, over the past month or so. It's basically uh, a Heath Ledger documentary, but it's through his own eyes. It's a lot of uh, his own. Uh, you know, personal home recorded stuff. Oh, okay. Yep. And lastly, on Tuesday, uh, May 16th, a comedy and stand up special on Netflix, a new one. It's uh, Tracy Morgan, his return to stand up after uh, almost dying does in he, that, uh, that car accident. Does he do a lot of Walmart jokes in there? <laughs> I, w- yeah. I would imagine so. Yeah, okay. And that is Coop Scoop on Entertainment. All right, very good. Uh, did you see Simon Cowell said he was asked to return to American Idol, and he said no. I thought they. I thought American Idol was over. It is over. They're talking. Oh, about they're trying to revive a, it a with re, Simon. A reboot of oh, American geez. Idol. He said no. But I say uh, my position is he said no because he wants more money. That's why he probably said no, right? I mean, why would you? Why would you immediately say yes? You say, well, how much am I going to get? And if he does, Simon Cowell bring American Idol back, uh, he's going to need a bed to sleep on, right? A nice new bed. And I recommend Sleep Number. Wake up refreshed with a mattress that helps you sleep your best. The Sleep Number mattress adjusts to your ideal firmness or softness, and a queen starts at only $899. The Sleep Number bed lets you choose your ideal comfort on each side, so it's the perfect bed for couples. It's just wonderful. You don't have to compromise. They have the optional Sleep IQ technology. Now, my Sleep Number setting is 50. It's right in the middle. You don't know what yours is yet because you haven't been into Sleep Number. Come in right now during their final clearance. You can save $900 to $1,200 on select mattresses as Sleep Number makes room for their newest innovations. You're only going to find Sleep Number at any of the 550 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Find the one nearest you by going to sleepnumber.com. And, hey, make sure to tell them that Ben Maller sent you. And now, it's just what you've been waiting for. It's Ben's Balderdash. What the hell is this? Formerly known as something we're not allowed to say. Right. Hit it. Let's do it. We're very late. Jay Money is our defending champion. Are you there, Jay Money? The champ is here. The champ has arrived. The champ is making his way into the ring right now, and you will go against Trucker Joe. Hello, Trucker Joe. What's happening? Welcome in, Trucker Joe. You ready to do this? 
Yeah. All right, gentlemen, the categories are Russian hackers, category one. Category two, clearly I can see your nuts. And category number three, murder was the case that they gave me. All right, where do you want to start? Uh, Jay Money, our defending champ. Question values for two, four, six, eight, and a thousand fake radio dollars. Uh, clearly, I can see your nuts. All right, so who wouldn't want to start with that category? Of course, yes. All right, and uh, gentlemen, your name is your buzzer. You each get one lifeline. Everyone in this category has a mental illness. All right, uh, we won't get in trouble for this at all. All right, uh, $200. This 16th overall pick by the Chicago Bulls and former Indiana Pacer won his championship with the Lakers in 2010 and wanted to thank his therapist after the game. Jay Money. Jay Money. Ron Artest. That is correct. $400. This golfer is known for gambling and looking more like a ball of butter instead of a pro athlete. Jay Money. Butterball. Jay Money. What You said what? That wasn't Jay Money. Yeah, Bob Daly? I, I don't know. It's, yeah, all right, John Daly. Oh, that was Trucker Joe. You said butterballs, are you? Yeah. Would you like a turkey? Would you like a butterball turkey? Yeah, all right. $600. This four-time World Series champion, eight-time All-Star from the 1980s had a lot of wasted potential, as they say, because of drugs and booze. He would be diagnosed with bipolar disorder. He was a star for the Mets in the 1980s. Jay Money. Jay Money. Two guys, and I'm going to say Daryl Strawberry. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Daryl yeah, Strawberry is correct. You're on a roll. Still still a chance, Trucker Joe, but you might want to get one right. $800. Here we go. Trains, planes, and automobiles. Better have my donuts. Uh, this off-the-wall former Cavalier is known best for supposedly scoring with King James' mom. Jay Money. If you believe the internet. Jay Delonte Money. Delonte West. Yeah, that's right. I'm throwing the towel, man. I'm throwing the towel. I got to do some work right now. Are you going, Trucker Joe? Are you quitting? Well, I, I got to I gotta park this trailer. I got to do some right, work. All right, Chad. There he goes, Trucker Joe. Jay <laughs> Money, run, making him run scared, baby. All right, Chad. That's... I've had guys hang up before, but no, at least uh, he was polite, Trucker Joe, and said he had to go do some work, but... All right, I guess the game's a no wow. loss. You want, me to, you want me to step in? All right, Jay step Mon- in. Let's do it. All right, so we'll have Eddie fill in here. Uh, $1,000, the category, clearly I can see you're nuts. This former Horn Frog Center helped the Raiders to the Super Bowl in San Diego and then went missing. He, Eddie. Eddie. Barrett Robbins. Yeah, all right, Eddie. Come on, right. man. Damn. <laughs> uh, oh. All right, Eddie, which category do you want? Russian hackers or... Murder was the case that they uh, made, gave me. Russian hackers. Russian for, hackers for 200. Sure. This seven foot one, uh, seven foot first round pick just recently claimed he had been hacked when he said. Eddie. 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 Uh, Christophe Porzingis. Oh, come on. <laughs> You're really annoying, Jay Money. Uh, $400. Uh, last year, this warrior put his junk on his Snapchat story. And claimed to be hacked, but later recanted his statement and has since apologized. Jay Money? Jay Money. 
Good strategy. Oh, Jay Money, oh, you you could have used a lifeline. You're choking here, Jay Money. <laughs> you could have used me for his lifeline. Oh my I'd've, goodness! I'd've blown uh, it. Uh, do you know the answer? I don't know. No, the answer, well, oh come on! This what? Which? Who on the Warriors do you think would I guess, accidentally I guess Snapchat it would be his Draymond? junk? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the reason he he. Uh, he recanted is because he had nothing to be ashamed of. So why would he recant? I mean, I, I mean you know. Hey-oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ex- except stop. the lady said he needed lotion, remember? Oh, yeah, lotion. What? <laughs> True story. All right. Let's, He's a little uh, ashy. <laughs> let's end this charade, shall we? Yes. All right. Uh, well, uh, Jay Money, the other guy hung up, so we'll, we'll give you the win. You are the winner and champion. Very disappointed in Chuck or Joe. Yeah. I, I wasn't like James Harden tonight. I didn't choke, you know. Yeah. All right. We're, we're calm down there, Cowboy. All right. Calm down. <laughs> uh, congratulations. You win again, Jay Money. We'll talk to you uh, next week. Same time, same station. Very cool. As the winner of Balderdash. That means he gets a golden ticket. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.